There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You could hire one person to handle your digital strategy. Hey, how you doing? Or for the same amount of money, you can hire an entire team of experts. John, Ashley, Bernie, Bree, Pat, Sally. We're 2060 Digital, a national digital advertising agency based right here in the Twin Cities. Our digital marketers, client strategists, videographers, and more have worked on hundreds of campaigns in the healthcare, home services, automotive, education sectors, and more. 2060 Digital, a team of experts working for you. More at 2060DigitalMSP.com. Welcome to the family show with Alex Brown oh, and Andy Brown. Co-host Catherine Brown. Jesus, you guys all over each other. No question about it. Alex, you're gonna pop the screen up with our pictures on it so everybody can see us. Oh yeah, that. Do it. Oh yeah, that. There we go. Oh, you can see. We're here. There we are. Are they gonna be able to see Kostaki? Yes, when he will. shows up, I'll add him to the mix. <clears throat> okay, excellent. So, what's the latest, Alex? What is the latest? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Not a whole lot. We're just trying to all feel semi not sick. Oh, did anybody <clears throat> else get it? Fawn got it, but not nearly as bad. She just has like a cold. Oh. And Dan has avoided it because he's basically. He quarantined himself away from me when I was. <laughs> there you go. He slept on an air. Smartest thing he slept to on do. an air mattress in the basement. <laughs> wow. For five he nights. He actually did. Yeah, he was like, "I am not getting this. This is this looks awful. It no, was thank very you." Not fun. And yeah, I thought I was coming down <clears throat> yesterday. I felt terrible all day, and then oh, I woke up this morning. I felt pretty okay. That's so good. I'm, yeah. I've been drinking my uh, Ignatia tea. I have not. When I started getting sick, I was so focused on helping Sage get better. And then all of Fawn's dance stuff last week, she had just a crazy dance schedule because it was like their intensive week. So I like didn't even really notice that anything was happening. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm dying. So you're dying. I felt like I might not make it. But you did. I made it. I made it through. <clears throat> Here I am. Okay, I got to run this question by everybody because I don't understand why they would even ask this question or why you would respond to this question. 42% of people in America think they could negotiate peace with aliens. Sure. Mm. Oh, yeah, sure. I think that's, you know, because you're probably going to be able to talk to them. Yeah, say, here's the thing. I think there's going to be a thing. language barrier. Yeah, that would the make, language. That That'll would make take that a, while. a little bit hard. That's, that's the yeah. main issue with that i'm gonna brush up on my clicks and well words. one of the hand <laughs> waves they always do is they expect okay these aliens are technologically advanced they can sure. go light speed sure. obviously yeah so it's just assumed that before they come here they're going to learn our language yeah oh well i would hope if they're smart enough to get here yeah but are they gonna bother like imagine you, like if you're imagine like you know it's the year of one million we have the ability to live forever and go the speed of light, yeah. and we find this planet full of, like, cavemen. Are you going to learn their language before you land? Probably not. How are you going to do that? Yeah, probably not. No. It's like, why bother? They're cavemen. Well, you have to think, them? why would an alien come here? Unless yeah, they needed some raw materials for something. If they needed some raw materials, they would just probably enslave us, if they're so smart, make us get the raw materials, 
take it back to their planet and be done with it. Right? Yeah, but there's plenty of raw materials out there. You don't need to come to Earth. Well, Earth's not special when it comes to materials. Here's, it isn't? here's no. my thing. Here's my thing. We're the only known, you know, life in uh, anywhere. Why are aliens always aliens? Why are they not people? Good question. That's because my it's, question. In movies, it's scarier if they're not people. Well, yeah, scary yeah, aliens don't look like people, but in Star Trek, they do look like people. Yeah. Star Trek's the only one that I think got it right because I am just like, what, yeah. what, what leads us to believe that they would look any different than we do? Since we're the only ones that we know that exist, and we're here, you, you'd I, I think, think Andy's right. They're yeah. supposed to be scary looking. So when you go to a movie, you're scared of them. Right. Or just weird, well, like like weird. They're just supposed well, to just be to weird. think about that there might be life on another planet. You have to use your imagination. Well, that's the other thing. It's like the earliest sci-fi. You know, someone comes up with this idea of a race from another galaxy coming here, <coughs> and then they just look like us. The audiences are going to be like, "What the hell?" I was expecting some sort of fantastical creature, and yeah. I just got. Human too. I just don't think it's going to be that exciting if it ever happens. It's going to be like, oh, you look like me, because that's what we look like. Well, if aliens showed up tomorrow, they were not only, uh, no, oh, excuse me, they were not overly friendly about it. Who would you want to be the point person in charge of talking it out with them? Who should we trust? In a new poll, 43% of people said that it would be cool with our current leaders representing Earth. They didn't specify what would uh, be. So maybe the options are President Biden, Xi Jinping, Vladimir Putin, Emmanuel Macron, and King Charles. Uh, we can't ask Taylor Swift to do it since, you know, Travis's Super Bowl is coming up. Ugh, and so Elliot from E.T. Bomb. was just a fictional character. That whole Taylor Swift thing is really oh, blowing I'm up huge, I'm just getting so sick yeah. of it. I think, I I think she might be um, one of the few stars that has actually become overexposed. Yeah, I think we can stop the astroturfing campaign any day now. And the blowing kisses to her boyfriend. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> people eat it up. People they do. freaking love it. They love it. They love it. I they absolutely so. love it. I don't understand it. And, but I guess good for you. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. get it either. Mm -hmm. So what about you in the poll? 42% of Americans say yes, they believe they would be able to negotiate peace with aliens. 37% of people. What I love about that is you can't <coughs> even negotiate peace with other human beings. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, it's not yeah. looking good, you guys. No. It's... Yep. Yeah, most people can't even work in their own family system, yeah. uh, so I don't know. I know, these are the same people who are posting on Reddit about how they haven't seen their uncle in 17 right. years That's because right. he voted he someone. Voted for yeah, yeah exactly. And they're like, it's, oh, yeah, a whole different species. I could totally We've got no that. shot. <laughs> but no I have a question shot. for you about that, and I want to get your take on it because that was pretty much the whole story. Um, do people not realize that the leadership in the world does that on purpose so we will not get along because we're easier to control when we don't get along? This is all started oh. by our leadership on this <clears throat> globe. They do it on purpose. People believe the news. Well, again, they're being used to make money. Yep. I mean, all these news programs. I saw a couple of news programs this morning when I first got up, and it's like, why do you even say crap like that? You know it's not true in the least. Oh, it's just absolutely horrible what's going on. It's just the absolute worst of all time. We are being used to make money, and we are being used by our leadership to be easier con to control. If we're pissed off at each other, we're not pissed off at them. Right. Right? Yeah. Be on my sides. Vote for me. Yeah, be on my side. I'll vote for me, you and then safe. you'll be happy. I'll, right. keep you, I'll keep your issues safe. When are people going to stop falling for this? I don't know. I don't think they're going to. I think this is just the world at large and always has been. But, I mean, the beliefs now are so just out there. My God, these people believe the craziest stuff. Uh, and again, they get all pissed off about it and blah, blah, blah. It's like they're using you. Don't let them do that to you. Calm down. Calm down already. Oh, yes, calm down already. Yeah. I have a Do candidate it. for who should talk to the aliens when they come. Is it, is it a Greek guy? Not that I know of. He's not here oh, yet. That's not a... It's that not wasn't Kostaki. a segue to Kostaki. No. Damn it, I thought you were intro and <laughs> That would have been a good one, but he's not here yet. <laughs> um, it would had Had he been here. No, I think yeah. Sage Rasmussen. Should Sage be. should be out there negotiating. Already, oh, yeah. he already is a this hard negotiator. He is. That is true. You know, he and won't let up. This morning, he was helping 
Dan make breakfast. He's toasting the toast. He's spreading the butter on the toast. Dan's scrambling the eggs because they have cheesy eggs on toast mm-hmm. most mornings. And Fawn comes downstairs, <clears throat> and she has had, like, hardly any appetite with being sick. She has not really been eating for, like, almost a week. She's hardly sure. been eating. Uh, She's like, I want to eat, but then I eat, and then I don't want to eat anymore. And I'm like, I get it. I barely ate for, like, four days. Yep. And she's like, can I have some cheesy eggs? And he's standing on one of our bar stools, and his fingers are tented. And he's like, but will you actually eat them? Oh, God. And I was like, you know what? This kid kid knows what's going on. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Somebody else who knows what's going on. Sorry, I Economopolis. The cast is Economopolis. Ladies and gentlemen. That was a really good intro. That was her alien language. That was my alien language. Listen, I'm barely making it after that flu. I'm I'm sorry. I can't I can't control what I say. So many people have been sick. It's been unbelievable. Yeah, it's so fun. It's been unbelievable. So Kostaki Economopolis will now join us, ladies and gentlemen. We've only got one game left in the season, Pally, about a week and a half away. Oh, no, he's gone. And then he just went away. He didn't want to talk about football. He's like, no, not today. <laughs> I don't want to talk sports with you. Forget it. Why is it not the first Sunday of February is my question. All right. Uh, there he is. My fault. That was user error on my part. There he is. Kathy, I mean, Alex had a question for you, <clears throat> Kostaki. Why right. is the Super Bowl not on the first Sunday of February? Oh, you want it to be a, like a regu- like a Halloween kind of thing, like a like a Thanksgiving. It's usually kind of- the first Sunday of February because my birthday is the second, and it's always like the Sunday by my birthday. In the last couple of three years, they they backed it they backed it up a week ish. That's lame. because wow. they added a week to the season. Now it's a seven, it's an eighteen week season, right? High and everything. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. they slowly stretched it out a notch, so it'll match up less less often for you than it used to. Well, that's sad. <laughs> it's very sad as a christmas baby i i like to have my own thing i don't want to be associated with another giant thing yeah well mine no. mine's only a, it used to only be every seven years yep. so i could handle that no it's never now oh, it's gonna be never okay well yeah. what were your memories of it that's interesting that's an interesting birthday when it, when it lands on the same day as super sunday then what happens well okay one thing that was huge was when the super bowl was here I think my birthday was on Super Bowl Sunday, or it was the day before. Yeah, it was the day before. My birthday was the day before the Super Bowl, and we tried to go out to dinner for my birthday, but you could not oh God, get no. anywhere. We went to Benihana at the Mall of America. 
because that's wow. the only place you could go in. And there were people standing on the tables in Eagles gear shouting, oh, wow. fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, and I was God. like, you've got to be freaking kidding me with these people. <laughs> that's so, so interesting. Yeah. Uh, my, my enduring memory of that, I was there for Super Bowl media stuff. And totally by accident, I didn't know it till I got there. I was staying at the same hotel as the Eagles. Oh God! Oh. And the security was hardcore. Oh, I, I had imagine. to talk to a <coughs> uniformed serviceman holding a machine gun to Jesus. walk into the hotel. That's aggressive. And, and he literally like talked into his shoulder and had to say my name and get me cleared from the desk before he let me by. Uh, Yikes. Which you know you want to you want to make a kid with an Uzi have to learn how to say Economopolis, <laughs> yeah. you know. Sure. <laughs> I don't understand why it's so difficult. It, Economopolis. You look at it as Econo Mop no, it's, Olus. It's, yeah, it's, it's not hard, hard, but it's scary no. to the newcomer. It's well, yeah. it's long. We're from Minneapolis, so it's we've long. already been pronouncing yeah. a similar word yeah, a whole lot. Right. Economopolis, that's Minneapolis. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Here's that. Yeah, it's not like one of these Eastern European names that has five consonants in a yep. row or some mm -hmm. crazy possible yeah. thing. One of those pronounce. ridiculous names. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's not like those Hawaiians. I mean, their names are stupid. Well, I'll give you an example of that. Last night, Catherine and I watched, we just sat down and turned the TV on. It happened to be on Jeopardy. You know, and then, you know, these other things and all the rest. And then they, they did a thing at the very end of, of uh, Jeopardy. Was it Jeopardy? What's the other one? Wheel the of other Fortune? one? No, there are two Wheel game of Fortune? shows back to back. Oh, Wheel, Wheel of Fortune. Fortune. That's right. Yeah, Which Wheel Pat Sajak is still on there. I thought he had oh, no. I retired. He, I thought he did. He's I think so... is, is, this is his last year. This is his oh, last year. Oh, yeah. and yeah. the next year is going to be his last year. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But they uh, they were showing Wheel of Fortune in other countries. Yeah. And in <laughs> Greece, and I wanted you to know this, the word for Wheel of Fortune is about... 30, 35 letters long. What? <laughs> I'm look this like, up. The Greeks, yeah. The Germans it. do that, too. Right. The Germans do that, too. Yeah. Andy will be able to find it, I bet. Their word for pork is Spinefleisch. Okay. Spinefleisch? Spinefleisch? Oh, yeah. yeah. Fleisch is meat. That's yeah. meat. Fleisch, yeah. Meat. I like German Wheel of Fortune. Glücksrad. Glucksrad, yeah, that was there. great. That yeah. was on last night. Glucksrad, yeah. Greece, I, it's a there's a running woman, reference in my family. Yes. We were in Greece once, and there was, there was a Greek version of Family Feud. Oh. And, and the question was, what do you do when the power goes out? And the Greek answers were hilariously the same, but they were different. It was sleep, do nothing, wait. <laughs> Like, just like, I'll just sit here for a while. It's Those okay. are all separate answers. <laughs> okay, to Kostaki's point, I, here's two versions of Wheel of Fortune. There's the Greek one, which I'm going to pronounce terribly, but it's still pronounceable. It's something like Otrokos Tis Tikis. Mm, I don't know that. Hungarian? Can you even try to pronounce that, Mom? Because... Zeren Chekerek. I don't. It sounds Sharon. like it sounds Sorry like to all the Hungarians <laughs> out there. Well, here's a fun yeah. fact about the Wheel of Fortune. The actual Wheel of Fortune from ancient philosophy belonged to a, a Greek person. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. So oh, who was it? Fortuna. Uh, the goddess. The goddess Fortuna. Rota that's Fortune. Where we got the concept of Wheel of Fortune. I didn't yep, know that. That's how we got it. Yeah, Rota Fortune was the symbol. Of nature, the nature of fate, and it belonged to the goddess Fortuna, the Greek equivalent of Tai. We'll add that to Tyche? the list. Tyche, yep. Humans, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Us, we would have no <laughs> wheel. Welcome. The wheel Welcome. would not exist if it weren't for you. The Olympics, wheel of fortune. <laughs> yep, yeah. all of it. Medicine. You know, without her, they'd just be calling it. Spinny word game. Yeah. <laughs> Spinny word game. <laughs> really? It's exactly a rebrand. Right. Letter circle <laughs> with Pat Sajak. Not well with our focus group. <laughs> you know, as we move on, i got to say one thing. I still find Pat Sajak to be pretty damn clever. I yes. like that I guy. love Pat. Oh, yeah. Very clever guy. What was his smart-ass comment last night? Uh, the guy that won and got to go to the, what's the end of the... Wheel, the, the big oh, wheel. There is no end to a wheel, Mom. The prize it's wheel a or whatever? The prize wheel or whatever, so he, he, he could win the car. 
So he's up there, and um, he had won a trip. And he said, oh, who are you going to take to, let's say, the Bahamas? He said, oh, I think my girlfriend will tag along. (laughs) (laughs) And Pat Sajak looks at the camera and says, what he meant to say was. Yeah. I'm not going to bring her. She's just going to. She'll be Follow me around. She'll carry the towels. (laughs) That's funny. That show is still damn good. Oh, that is a good show. It's enjoyable. Yeah, Pat's clever. He did figure out a way to print money by just yes, yes he did for real. Yeah, and doesn't Taping he like game show? Doesn't he um, film just a ton of them and then go back to his hometown yes. of Indiana yep. and live a normal I was just life? Say, I think they have them piled Maryland. up where they like put them all in the can mm-hmm. over the course of a month and then yep. he's done for the year or something. Yeah. That's I a, that's he, genius. There, it, it is, is genius. no question. I think he lives in Maryland. He Maryland, used to, okay. I know, but. I'm not certain about that. Whatever, whatever works. Is Vanna going to retire too? Because I mean, no. she should just yeah, she should do that till she's got a walker. I mean, she yeah. should just <laughs> yeah. Vanna. Keep... How old <laughs> is she? She can't be terribly young, can she? You yeah, would... She's 66, so she's retirement age. Yeah. So she could. Yeah. I know, but she's making <clears throat> big bank, and it's an easy job, I think, except yeah. for wearing all those stupid heels. I was going to say she gets got to have bunion problems. Yeah, she's yeah. 60. Yeah. Well, Pat... She's going to be 67 in two weeks. How old's Pat Sajak? Um, probably much know. older. I'd say 75, at least 77, maybe. He is. Uh, wow, what the hell? I think that would be easy. You would think that would be easy. There we go. He is 114. He's 77. Yeah, 77. Oh. I nailed it. Hey, his birthday is the same as mine, which I think I might have re- noted at some point on this show <laughs> before. True. Uh, I, it, will, it will be the end of an era because I don't know how many people are in our age group that spent so many hours staying with their parents yep. in you know oh, whatever yeah, right. situation like when they're in watching wheel of fortune it's like when yeah. bob like, barker retired we're not eating we can't do anything wheels yep. on it was definitely like <laughs> yeah it's like bob barker and what's his face alex trebek yeah those are like the oh yeah three sure pat your birthday with pat sajak apparently that's pretty, that's pretty fancy me jesus jesus <laughs> over here no big you deal. and jesus no big deal. Right, my jesus. friend joyce too a nice jewish girl jesus yeah, yep. you, th- the three. The three musketeers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two Jews and a Greek. I like it. That worked out perfectly. Of a joke. <laughs> yeah, two Jews and a Greek walk, walk into, into a, a bar. bar. Yeah, no question about it. I have a question for all four of you, and our listeners, obviously, too, because uh, I don't really understand. What's the woman's name? Alyssa Milano, is that her name? The one that, yeah. The, yeah. Alyssa Milano, uh, her son is raising money for some sporting event or... Baseball uh, team. It's a baseball team. And she's being roundly criticized because he's trying to raise money. And she came driving up on a $200,000 car. She's worth $10 million. What's she doing begging for money? She's not. Her son is, like all boys do, from all genres. I'll have you know, I've never once raised money for sports. No, you have not. not. You're absolutely right. No question. But I understand, why are they going after her so hard? Because she's successful. It's her son that's trying to raise the money. And she's trying to help him. I have something to add. Yeah, agreed. It could be like Fawn's Dance Studio. We have a booster club. Because Mm -hmm. we're trying to raise money for the people that have a harder time paying for things. So they can go to all the same sure. things that everybody else is. Because mm-hmm. there are some people that have tons of money and they don't need to worry about it. And they can just pay for everything willy nilly. And then the right. other people that it's like this is like I have to save every penny to try to make this work. So we have a booster club and you just as whoever you are that's involved in the dance studio can be part of the booster club to help raise money. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you need the money. It just means that you're trying to work exactly to get right. these kids' money. So that's probably yep. what's going on. I don't understand why they're going after her so hard. Her kid's trying to raise money to play baseball. Well, because, like I said, it's the optics. You pull up in a yeah. you know, oh, fancy-schmancy car, and then you're asking for money. It just so right. it rubs some people the wrong way. I guess, but I still, it's up to the kid, not her. <clears throat> Settle down. Right. Can't you be By happy way, for Tom, anyone? Yeah. I saw a picture of you this week standing next to a fancy schmancy car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you saw me standing. What was that? Was that a Ferrari? It was a Ferrari. It was a Ferrari something or other. Baby the blues. picture is hilarious. It's you and like a $200,000 car and a palm tree. It looked like you were a, like a, um, like one of those sports better guys. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like an ad for, uh, yep. you know. 
DM me and I'll send you a free pick. You know? I was going to say a box art for Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. We were, we were all walking around and ran into that car show. Uh, that was about the cheapest car at that car show. Oh, yeah, there were cars there that had to have been worth well over a million dollars. Oh, there were, yeah. And they're just like out in the open where any lunatic could smash them no, up. No, no, it's but, a it's a fancy schmancy car show. Yeah, yeah, I, the, but still. the breakers the breakers hotel has it every year, and I think you have to pay at least fifty bucks to get in. Well, if I had a one point five million dollar car, I don't think I would trust the King of England to be anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you get some ideas. Well, if you have a one point five million dollar car, you're probably worth. A lot more That's than that. That's true. So, so much yeah. that you don't care anymore. And it's insured, and I don't know. It seemed it seemed like a very low key crowd. It seems oh, yeah, like people that have paranoid. those fancy cars care more about showing them off than anything. Yeah, maybe. yeah they're not driving you know, like, them around I, so much. Yeah, like when Dan and I were in Norway for part of our honeymoon, we were just walking around, and this boat pulls up to the harbor and all of a sudden all these extremely expensive cars come pouring out of this boat and we're just like we're just like what is what is happening what is going on we found out that it was like a real life like people were doing a cannonball run type situation and they do it yeah and they were like yeah people are just bringing all of these crazy cars and it's like this makeshift cannonball run and I'm like, and it was just like in this park, and that's where it started. And then they were driving to somewhere. I don't. I was just like and getting on another boat and going to another country. <laughs> Is that I, how it works? I have. I don't know because I'm like Norway's not that big. Like, how far are you driving? That's true. I don't know, but it was I just guess like when you're a billionaire. You got to find ways of exactly you know, like eating up your time. Yeah, they got to yeah. do something. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I've asked you before, Alex, not to bring that kind of stuff up, like being on. Uh, Boat? You know, on the trip after your wedding day because it always embarrasses your mother. And now I have to tell Kostaki why Catherine would be embarrassed. We went on our honeymoon. We're at uh, Banff and then we go on to Lake Louise in Canada. And we're in this beautiful suite looking at this magnificent scenery and all the rest oh. of it. And Catherine calls down to the desk and said, Could you tell me how far I'd have to go to see a glacier? And the guy said, Look out your window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it just, I did not know that a glacier was going to be so unimpressive to someone who lives in a snowy place. Yeah, well, yeah, true. that's the thing. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's a big it's snowball. Snow, it's snow between mountains. Yep, it's yeah. a snowball. We've seen I'm those. Like, I'm like, what? This is a glacier? Totally unimpressed. Well, yeah, you're thinking of like the like ice mountain label kind of thing. I just it was going to be thing. more majestic yeah. and Blue no, and sunbeams. It's just a rising. rock of ice. But I just thought it was going to be something. I don't know. It's a rock of ice. Glacial. I thought it was going to be glacial, and it just was snow between mountains. No, it's going to be dirty, kind of, dirty snow. Yeah, dirty snow. We're going to have to cut back on this because Kostaki has a lot of football to cover. Oh, One yeah. whole game. Oh yeah. Well, we had two. We we're wrapping up two games. You know. We're wrapping up two games. Yep. So what do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I, it was fun. I mean, it's it's one of the best weekends of football. The, mm-hmm. You got the four best teams left, and it weirdly started out with an administrative timeout. Did you see this? The fans were booing, and they didn't no. even know what it was. They were just like, ah, the word administrative, <laughs> boo. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it was a drone near the stadium, so they had to take a timeout and figure that out security-wise. Oh, oh really? Yeah, usually when you think drone on a Sunday, you think of Collinsworth going on and on and on about something. Uh, no, different drone. I uh, saw some, yeah. So congrats to the Chiefs and the Niners heading to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. You got to give Brock Purdy his flowers. That's how the kids say it these days. You got to give Patrick Mahomes his flowers. But Zay Flowers, no flowers for you. No. <laughs> you fumble at the one, no flowers. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Uh, you know, I feel bad for the Ravens. Uh, yeah. I, too, have lost some key battles at home, so I can relate. <laughs> no, are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I live alone now. Um, <laughs> you lost no. the war, not no, the battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you lost the war, pal. <laughs> I lost a printer. I lost a step ladder. Um the Niners, Christian McCaffrey had a day. Weird game. It was literally a Christian against the Lions. So, uh, uh, 
And the Christians finally got one. All right. Congrats, I like Christians. It. I like it. Maybe the 49ers underestimated the Lions. You don't want to do that. The last two to, to underestimate Lions, Siegfried and Roy. You oh. see? Oh. That could be dangerous. To yes. yes. Lions coach Dan Campbell went for it on a couple of fourth downs when they were in field goal range, didn't make it. A lot of talk about that since the game. Even the Bills fans were yelling, kick the field goal, for the love of God. <laughs> and make it, actually. And make it. Campbell, of course, rhymes with gamble. You know. Mm -hmm. This game, they needed a coach effing, as in, take the effing points. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me Campbell's going to Vegas this week either way. <laughs> he just doesn't have a pesky game to prep for. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Uh, <laughs> GM halted production at the Flint factory on Sunday so employees could watch the Lions game. Uh, you know, like they would do in Japan. That's yeah. probably how they would handle it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and to show their appreciation at halftime, the Lions shut down their offense. You know, oh, just see. as a nod back to the fans. <laughs> I was impressed with that. I, the, the Lions were impressive, though. That first half, man, they looked great. And I was in the Detroit airport uh, during the first half. Really? It was, it was fun. They were into it. I was, I was in Michigan all weekend. Everyone was talking about the game. And they're excited to finally have a team that's, you know, in the conversation. So that's cool. You know, um, one thing I got to tell you that I, I still can't believe this happened. I'm watching a national news show. This is the national news now. I'm watching a national news show. And one of the hosts on the show said, I am so fired up for this. This was before last weekend. I am so fired up about this because I'm telling you, I just have this feeling, you know who's going to win the Super Bowl? The Kansas City Chargers. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> there yeah. is no team, the Kansas City Chargers, but other yeah. than that. Not yet. Yeah, not yeah. Yet. Well, it was just a feeling. <laughs> the Chargers have been out for a while. Yeah, yeah they've been out for a while since. But, uh, yes, Kansas City's still in it. That should be a hell of a game, I would think. And, uh, what was it, 10, 11, 12 days away, whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah, it should be. I mean, those are arguably the two best teams. So It seemed like it. It'll be I, fun. Yeah, it will be a lot of fun to watch it. People keep talking about Taylor's Heartbreak song that we're going to hear at some point. Oh, I want to hear the next angry Eminem album because he, he can't be happy this week. <laughs> no, not with his lions getting booted. And then we have the Taylor Swift AI porn floating around this week. That's a big news story. Oh, I luckily missed that. I have no idea. Yeah. I, if, look, porn is, I, people are surprised that this happened. Like, porn is how uh, humans explore every technological innovation, right? That is true. The early internet, I could still hear that dial up sound watching the image come in line <laughs> yes. by line. Yep. In that era, it was quicker to see a woman naked by courting her and asking for her hand in marriage. <laughs> it went faster. It took forever. <laughs> it did. Uh, VHS tapes, reel-to-reel -reel projectors, every every innovation. It's like, how can we use this for porn? Even those flip book cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Quickly, a topless woman shows up. <clears throat> Miami Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill has filed for divorce. You guys know this. Nobody is better at creating separation. He's, he's fast. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. This is how hard marriage is. Tyreek was married for two months. He spent one week with her in the offseason. He was like, F it. I'm out. I can't do it. <laughs> too much. One a week. You're right, right though. Wow. Yeah, he's he, a tolerant he man. He got married in the bye week. And at the end of the season, he's like, ah, it's not, I can't do it. It's. <laughs> He said after football, he wants to get into porn. You don't want to be known as the fastest man in porn. That's no good. That's true. So his house catches on fire, and he files for divorce the Jeez, same month. God. The Panthers do better in January. <laughs> Tough month. Indeed. When a team gets knocked out of the playoffs, do they endorse one of the other teams that are left, like Ron DeSantis? He's like, well, at this point, I would just like to say the chiefs are a lovely organization yeah, do they they should throw my support behind it's good sportsmanship right there <laughs> let's close on this the super bowl is of course in las vegas this year and some raiders fans are miffed that they're repainting the end zones this week they're painting chiefs over the raiders in the end oh. zone. 
Ow. Come on, the Raiders should be used to having Chiefs in their end zone at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very, very true. So who do so, you think, Tom? You going Niners? No, no, I think I, I got to follow the kid, man. That guy is one hell of a quarterback. <laughs> I'm with you. I agree. He is a hell of a good quarterback. He might be the best player in the NFL. Who is this? Yeah. I think he's, well, it's early yet, but I think he's going to wind Mahomes. up being the best player ever. You, I think you might be right about that. The, wow. He might be the best ever. Uh, the only thing problem I have with him is he's got to figure out a way to get his wife to shut up. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, sexist much? Yeah. Not uh, sexist at all. Dad. This woman she will not shut be quiet. up. Put her in her place in the kitchen. Married, okay. <laughs> Put her in Dad. the kitchen. Married, her high, married his high school sweetheart. Yeah, he did. Yeah, there's no was question. It college might have been college sweetheart. Some sweetheart from early. I think it was college because Kostaki, I've been pissing and moaning about this for several years now. We had that kid in the palm <laughs> of our hands because his father pitched for the Twins. If we had just kept him here, we could have had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yep, could have. Nope, couldn't do it though. Got to let him go to Kansas City. But at least you weren't one of the teams that like traded up to pick another kid who wasn't him a bit ahead of him that year, which uh, happened. Oh, that did happen, didn't it? That is a bright side. Eek. <laughs> who do you think? Do you think he's the best quarterback in the NFL? Yeah, I do, and I, I do and I and I think he's going to, because he's still really young. I think he's going to prove to be even better than Brady and all the other ones by the end. Wow. We'll see. Well, that's a long, long haul, but because Brady yes, was it is a long haul. That that's a pretty, pretty high standard that it Brady is. set. <laughs> no question about it. So, what do you, are you are, by any chance, you going to be able to go to the game? No, I'm going. I'm doing a big Valentine's Theater show in Nebraska on Super Bowl Eve. Uh, we know when you when you want to celebrate Valentine's Day, you want to bring in the newly divorced guy to do all of the jokes about <laughs> being single. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to race back here and, uh, you know, write jokes for 10 hours. It's going to be fun. I love it. It's, it's the big last writing, writing day of the year for me. All right. Well, you got to come to town soon so we can hang out. It'd be great. Let's do it. I want some lobster and eggs. Let's hang. You got it, Pally. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Stocky Economopolis, ladies and gentlemen. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. And now the Kostaki Economopolis. See, you can't do it either. <laughs> yeah, when you try to say it quick, you can't do you it quickly. You can't. Quick. You're right. You cannot say that name quickly. Uh, but uh, the one name that I can say very quickly is, uh, what's is it, Lamer? Lamer? Loomer? There he is. What is it? Tim Lammers, that's who it is. It's Lamers. It's Lamers. I'm sure he's never heard that before. No, I brand new. I'm a, I'm a lame movie reviewer. What can I say? Cox, can we get a little more volume on him? Yeah. Not really. Nope. Hello. She doesn't really have the ability to do that. <laughs> I have no okay. control over that. I think Tim can do it. Yeah, I can boost oh, no. a little bit. Here. Am I any better now? Yeah, yes, there we that go. Much better. better. Thank you. Okay, I'll talk close to the mic. Yeah, Kostaki Economopolis, three times real fast. Let's go. Yeah. I thought when you're talking about the best quarterback ever, maybe you were talking about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, yeah, there you go. Brock Purdy. I mean, you know, what's really amazing about that story is that. He what last year he was a rookie, right? Mm -hmm. And then he got injured in the NFC championship game. And then he brings him back to the championship and he wins it. And the dude is making now, don't get me wrong, this is still a lot of money to me and you. 
But a pittance in the NFL, $830,000. Honest to God. I mean, what happens? I don't want to look at, look at this from the glass half empty standpoint, but let's say the kid has a career ending injury in the Super Bowl. Would that not suck or what? Because that kid's due for a big payday. Yeah. Yep. Nope. You're absolutely right. So I'm hoping it goes well for him. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. They put the stats up for what all the, the, the final four quarterbacks were for the championship games were making <laughs> Brock Purdy's making <laughs> less than a million bucks, but yeah, whatever. Again, you know, I, I can't feel too sorry for him. $830 is a good, uh, $30,000 is a good <laughs> chunk of change. $830 is a good chunk of change. Yeah, exactly. So to most people. So, yeah, yeah. So, you uh, watching anything on streaming lately? Timmy, I have got to do something right here. <laughs> Michael Bilski, Bilski, called me a few days ago, and he said, I wanted to thank you and particularly wanted to thank Tim Lammers for bringing up Griselda. Griselda is phenomenal. Well, you know, first of all, uh, Mike Bilski is my Polish soul brother. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I, Good. You know, I always got to look out for, for, for Bilski. But you know what? Um, it is an amazing series. And talk about a revelation. Because obviously, Sofia Vergara, it, it, she's so steeped in so many people's minds. Yeah. Gloria from yep. Modern Family to walk into a role like that. And, you know, gr granted, I mean, look, she she has a lot of clout because not only is she uh, known for that series, but, you know, she does America's Got Talent, right? She's a judge or something. But she also has a lot of different product lines and fragrance lines and different Oh, things. really? So she's, you know, obviously uh, has the business acumen as well. And I wouldn't think it's a vanity credit. She's a producer on Griselda. And that's how a series like this gets made. Mm -hmm. And an amazing series when you consider that, we, do you remember the opening preamble, the, the prologue for mm -hmm. the series, where it said uh, the most uh, feared uh, man, uh, the, the, the biggest <coughs> man I feared uh, in the drug business was a woman named Griselda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was Pablo Escobar. Pablo <laughs> Escobar was afraid of her. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very, uh, the story is amazing because for anybody to break into that world of traffic and coke and oh. that era was, I mean, there were murders. The entire city of Miami was built on cocaine money. Yeah. I mean, that's no secret. Bankers right. were involved with it. Not not Mike Bilski. Not Bilski. <laughs> not, He's in Minnesota. Not Mike Bilski. But, I mean, the entire city of Miami was built on drug money. Well, when, so. you, when you talk about bankers, Catherine, I mean, that was her, that was her, the, the, the base, the new market she found was in the name of the episode, rich white people. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and, and, and so, you know, it, it, I'm not through with the entire series yet. I'm halfway through. Um, but I, I understand it's going to get really ugly, kind of following oh. a, a Walter White sort of trajectory. Oh, yeah. But, of course, the difference between Walter White and this is that this was true. It's a true story. And, that I mean, the people they have in it are perfect. The writing is great. Very, very well acted. She's doing a hell of a job there, I'll tell you that. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and again, this, it's like she's a revelation all of a sudden. In Hollywood. Mm -hmm. She's been around forever, but this just takes her to a whole new level. I mean, it's amazing. It, it is really one of the biggest transformations I've ever seen in the whole acting game as long as I've been doing this. To see her go from Gloria to this is an amazing transformation. Yeah, no question about that. It's so unbelievable, too, how she set this thing up and got people to believe, well, one guy in particular to believe, to the point where he said, okay, okay, you proved your point to me now. Okay, I can get you about 100 keys a week. <laughs> like what? Uh, and I, was it a hundred keys a week? Was it or was yeah. it a month? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it was a lot, and of course, the means of doing it. Well, <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that that. I don't think it'll happen these days, but it certainly to tell her story. It certainly appeared that it did then. Uh, you know, I mean, 
uh, when you're walking through a metal detector, obviously it's not going to de- detect that. Right. There's nothing to detect your smuggling drugs uh, unless there's a dog there. I mean, you think about that uh, ingenious idea that she came up with. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it. She she is a very, very smart woman, a very tough one. Like I said, Bilsky's just over the moon about it. He called and said, make sure you, you thank Tim for me because I heard about it on the uh, – on the family show with, with Timmy Lammers. It is very well written, very well acted. Um, Catherine and I, well, there's only six episodes and right. Catherine and I are two into it. We've seen one third of the oh, whole okay. thing already. Okay. Well, so, all right. So you're a little bit behind I, where I am. Um, you know, look, it's, it's also an amazing series. And I think you can gather by just the first two episodes, how, you know, you talk about women in business. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, she faced that same sort of thing in the illegal drug trade, too, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you're just discovering from so many different aspects uh, all the obstacles she faced, apart from the fact that she was dealing with other traffickers. The right. fact that nobody took her serious as a woman, it, you know, it, it just enriches the story that much more. It, yeah. it really yes. is. Well, and her, yeah, real, I mean, and the woman had a you know really tragic life. She started out as a prostitute at 13 years of age. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And I then mean, nothing yeah. went well for her. And that's, <laughs> I won't say what, but of course she was married. This was actually her second husband uh, to an SOB who uh, got himself in deep and she mm-hmm. had to pay the price for it. She had yep. to the big sacrifice for it and just so yeah gross yeah 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 so yeah i you know i i'm not much for awards you know i mean it's it is right Right. a lot of padding on the back and all that sort of stuff but i think in this case and deservedly so they better remember her name when it comes to emmys next year i would think so I mean, again, I I use the word transformative a lot, but that's what it is. It it really is. I mean, I think, you know, she faced obstacles as Sophia in the business because they think, oh, she's just the type to play Gloria, you know, kind of flighty and whatever. And it's funny. I was talking with Sansevier about this yesterday. He, he he's kind of unrecognizable at first. I mean, I had a, a couple of my adult children. I want to point that out. <laughs> don't have little kids anymore walk in the room and it's like who's that oh my god and then they realize oh my god that's that's gloria from modern family yeah right look like her so yeah it's well they didn't do a lot to try to make her look exactly like you know the the real griselda well well (laughs) my uh oldest daughter said you know what i gotta see she must have been a, a a real stunner and then she looked i think at Griselda's uh, a booking photo of her, mm-hmm. and no. you know, time, not so much. Time was not on her side by that point. <laughs> but then, nice. well, look, I mean, you got to also remember the, the living hell that she went through. Sure. Right. Uh, I'm not trying to sympathize with a narcotics dealer, but you know, I mean, personally. Um, but um, she did find a, a, a photo of her when she was younger, and she was a stunner. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I would imagine a lifestyle like that is going to stretch you out a little bit and uh, yeah. things are going to go south at some point. It happens to all of us, right? Or most of us. You know, it's like uh, her, her time was not on her side at the end, but, uh, at, you know, when she was booked, I should say. Um, but, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Amazing show. Mike from Blaine would like to know if you've any of you have seen Masters of the Air. No. No. What's not that? Me. Not yet. Um, that is the guy that played Elvis. Um, oh yeah, okay. And I'm, I'm Austin him Curtis. Austin Butler. Butler. That's what I was like. It's Austin something. Yeah, Austin Butler, and I almost said Jacob Elordi because Jacob Elordi played him in Priscilla. Um, but Austin Butler, it's it's akin to uh, Band of Brothers, and I think actually Tom Hanks might have produced this one as well. But it's a World War II era sort of tale about pilots. And that's about all I know of it right now. Okay. Uh, no Tom Hanks involved. <clears throat> oh, really? I saw him interviewed on a red carpet for it. You did? Yeah. Did you produce uh, it or something? Well, that's or... what I thought. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, let me do a quick, did you do a Google on that, Andy? Maybe it's his favorite show. 
from Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, and Gary Getzman. Getzman. Yeah, that's Hanks' uh, so, producer so must have Oh, yeah, here we go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's his producing partner, <clears throat> Getzman. Okay. Yeah. And uh, who I met, actually, weirdly enough, years ago, he was traveling around with um, Neil Verdalis and uh, John Corbett. Is it Corbett? Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. For Big Fat Greek Wedding, he produced that, and Hanks produced that as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. So those those two kids have been producing films together for a long, long time. So I will get to it right now, but I do know it's on Apple TV Plus and uh, only one episode so far, I think. Okay. It's kind of interesting, Tim, and I want to get your take on this because there's so much great stuff out there. The programming, I don't think, has ever been better when you go with the Reachers of the world. And, you know, I know the Reacher was out before, but I never thought Tom Hanks was believable in that role. He was he just wasn't believable. This guy is quite believable because he's the size of the Empire State Building. Might have something to do with it. There's so much great programming, all the rest of it. And Netflix is really stepping up and going, look, we're going to be the leader in this whole deal. Are they just kind of wiping everybody? They're not wiping them out, but they are way far ahead of everybody else, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I was reading about how Netflix has sort of regained momentum. Yes, because there right. was a period during the pandemic where streaming it was Boomtown, right? It was it was HBO Max, it was Disney Plus. Now they're shedding uh, subscribers <laughs> like there's no tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Amazon Prime now, since right. I got that notification. I'm sure anybody who logged in yesterday saying uh, Amazon Prime now comes with commercials yep. unless. You want to pay two ninety nine more a month? Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as of yesterday. That's dumb. You know, at first when I heard that was going to happen, I thought, well, thirty six bucks more a year. Right. Begin to think about it. Amazon, come on, they're they're a monolith. Do they really really need to do that? But again, this kind of shows you how much money is being invested in programming. And that's what what got Netflix into trouble. When you talk about uh, getting uh, The Rock and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds in, I think it was Red Notice, you know, a $200 million budget that they're laying out there. They're not getting any theatrical money from that. It's strictly screaming. screaming, Yeah, I was screaming. Screaming um, where basically they're counting on people to subscribe to the service to watch the movie and that's the only way they're going to make their money on the mm-hmm. film well even they ended up going with uh, a tier where you have commercials now and i'm still ad free but i have to tell you i got my last netflix bill it was almost 25 bucks thinking, yeah i this was 10 bucks when i first started right right, right. and uh, that was a few years ago but now you know there are some uh, studios that will provide the stuff to reviewers for free, like so, for example, um, because I'm, I'm with the Critics' Choice Association, I get Max, right? I get Hulu. Mm-hmm. But everything else I pay for, and Netflix, it's like, I feel like, you know, you guys, for as much publicity as we give you guys, because look, we were just talking about Griselda. Yeah, sure. yep. And, and they do put out great content, but it's like, really? And, but but the only benefit you get there is that they give you a preview row where you can screen stuff like Griselda several weeks, if not a couple months in advance, if you want to. So that is a benefit, but still you're paying for it as a reviewer. And, and generally my feeling with films has always been, hey, look, I'm not going to pay you to publicize your product. Right. Yeah. But, you know, there's there's I guess with Netflix, it's a little more give and take because they are giving you the means to stream, stream it in advance, screen it in advance and, and do interviews as such and whatever. I tried for Sophia with, with, with this one. It didn't work out. But yeah, yeah, uh, it's expensive, though. So it better be quality. And I think for the most part, it is. There's so many things. Though. I mean, Catherine, and I probably have without overstating it, about 30 shows that we like to watch, um, all the way from Endeavor, which is... I still love the fact that they did a, what, a four-season, six-season? How many? I think it's six. I think it's six-season. 
every episode is an hour and a half long. So every they only do four a year. Are you talking about Endeavor? Yeah, Endeavor, it's a yeah. PBS show. Nine seasons. Is it nine? Nine seasons, oh. really? Oh. oh, I know what it is. You have to pay for the last couple. On well, I thought it was only one. Uh, did they switch it? Because I think I don't have, know. Yeah, but I mean, we literally can, can you imagine all oh, years ago when you were a teenager and you were thinking, What? Oh, so Ralph showed up for the last five minutes of the show? Yeah, I want to get, get, my, get my time in. Yeah, you know, gotta... got five minutes to go. And Ralph, oh, wait a minute, we actually got eight minutes to go. No, so I mean, five. technically, we can go as long well, as I wanted to... just want can my I... paycheck. That's all. Just want my paycheck. Alex, did, you when you were sick. What was that movie about the woman that, sang, that swam from someplace to someplace else? Oh. <laughs> you must be talking about Nyad. Yeah. Did you watch that, Alex? I did not. Oh, I thought you were going to watch I, it. You mentioned it to me, and I do want to see it, but I was—I just didn't have the capacity to, like... I cried because the shower didn't get hot enough. <laughs> you know, I couldn't yeah, you do... you had an emotional flu as I had well. It, as well, I'm just an emotional person, and then when I feel horrible, I cry a lot. Well, you won't feel horrible. Actually, you'll feel pretty good, although there is tragedy involved, yeah, Alex. See, I was like, I, re I read the thing and I watched the trailer and I was like, I do want to see this, but now is not the time because I will be crying yeah. the entire time, whether I'm sad or inspired or it's yeah. beautiful. I'm like, I can't handle this right now. And, and the film has all of that, but, you know, it, 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 uh, you know, I think it's ultimately a feel great movie. Yeah. And I'm really excited for the fact that both Jodie Foster and Annette Bening were nominated for Oscars. You know, it, 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 and, and Jodie is supporting. I mean, it's Annette's movie, and she's been around a long, long time. And I think she might have been nominated for Bugsy or something like that a long, long mm -hmm. time ago. But she is really spectacular in this movie. And not only that, you do, do get real footage of the real Diana Nyad in it as well. But yeah, it's really one of my favorite movies of last year. It is a great movie. And again, Netflix, there you go, man. They produce a lot of original, you know, series, but also a lot of original movies like that and Maestro with Bradley Cooper. So, but quickly, I got to mention Jody. If you haven't started True Detective Night Country yet, yep, we have. Right. On Max. I got to get to episode three yet, but the first two are, it's crazy stuff, man. <laughs> it's really crazy. But, uh, you know, she just, she holds court, right? She's just in charge of everything. She kicks such serious ass in this show mm -hmm. as she does in Nyad. So see both of, see Jody in both of those, uh, that show and that movie. I always liked her. I always have. Yeah, she's a reasonable act, actress or actor and uh, keeps her personal life personal. I, I have a huge respect for that. And she's not always in the, in the media and everything. Good, good really mm -hmm. good actor and good person, yeah. I think. She kind of keeps to herself, and, you know, yeah. I, I didn't meet her at the time, but she was in uh, for a, a retrospective of her career when Silence of the Lambs came out, so it was mm -hmm. like early 90s uh. at the Walker Art Center. And then a few years later, <clears throat> I, I interviewed her for a family movie called Nim's Island, you know, but it was only five minutes, but it's like, God, this is truly an honor. And I don't say that that much, but think about her amazing career. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, talking about, you know, obviously – people think a taxi driver but then she did all with a freaky friday and all that kind of stuff didn't she mm -hmm. when she was a kid growing up in disney i mean she's the perfect example of how you can grow up in the business and not fall victim to it right and be a you know and and have your life go south and and i think part of the reason for that like you say ralph is that she kind of keeps out of the public spotlight That's right. well, the, you know? the two yeah the two people that grew up like that were her and ron howard Oh yeah, and the yeah. rest are not. Are all, are all screwed up. I mean, and it's unusual for a child actor to uh, mature into an adult actor. Uh, yeah. And of course, Ron Howard, Ron Howard's case, adult producer, director. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is a tale seldom told that you know, getting away from that sort of thing unscathed. Yeah. I think three other kids, and they were kids, and now they're all adults. But and I've had the opportunity to talk with all of them, and you can just sense it that they're they got good heads on their shoulders. Are the kids from Harry Potter? Yeah. Um, you know, they've had issues, but you never see them getting busted. You never see any mug shots. You don't see any drug scandals or anything. I mean, right. I think they all keep, you know, they, they don't, they'll make their opinion known on hot button issues and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, all very, very impressive. And it's like, it doesn't happen a lot. It really doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. No. Hollywood eats up kids. Oh, yeah. Eats them up. Sure Even Natalie Portman is saying. 
keep your kids out of the business. Really? Uh, yeah, and she's she's another one that's that's come through uh, the whole situation unscathed. But uh, she's even saying, no, don't do it. Yeah, I, I would have to agree to a certain extent based on our experience with the industry years ago with uh, Josh and Ashley. They, you know, that it was it was not not a perfect situation, but mm. that was their choice. It was not our choice. They they wanted to try this and they did it. Mm -hmm. Thank God they're not doing it now. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd love to hear about that uh, at some point, uh, Ralph, because you know what? Years and years ago, you know, Bill Carlson, who was my sure. uh, mentor, she, he, he um, I don't know if he was in touch with you or, but he certainly, he brought up Ashley before as Minnesota actors. Was she an actor yeah. working in Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. He, he, he brought up uh, her name to me a long, long time ago because that was his big thing, the Minnesota angle. And it was cool right. to see, you know, Minnesota folks working in Hollywood. But uh, again, to, to get in and get out and survive it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. We're, I'm thankful for thing. that. I'm thankful for that. My two kids sort of survived it. I hope. I, I think. mean, even if nothing bad actually happens to you, just the fame and the fortune alone screws people up. Yep, it does. It certainly can. It, which it certainly can, and you fall victim to it. So very easily. So very yep, easily. Sure. Do. Well, look at uh, oh, they athletes. They come out of college. They become millionaires overnight. Yeah. Half of them yeah. end up overdosing or broke or in jail. Or yeah. Beating somebody up or something. Well, I want to know. And I just thought of him the other day. Maybe his picture popped up on Twitter or whatever because of the Vikings. How did Ender Adrian Peterson end up? Oh, oh. yeah. You know, it's like because he was going as hard as he could and and, and uh, was in the league as long as he could be. And I think if you called him up, he'd probably still go back. But what whatever happened to him? Because I thought he ran into some troubles financially and stuff. He did, yeah. happens to a lot of these yeah. different athletes. And that's there's a there's an ESPN 30 for 30, I think, <clears throat> called Broke. Did you ever oh, see that? God, that's got to be sad. Yeah, it's kind of really oh. depressing. That's and a domestic it, violence incident, say, failure to a, repay a loan, failure to repay a different loan. He was uh, making some money. Yeah, didn't he hit oh. a kid, his one of his kids with a switch? Yeah. There was Reckless like a or weird... negligent injury to a child for hitting him with a switch. Yeah. Then he did it again like two months later. Uh, so yeah, he's had, uh, he's had issues. And he is yeah. sure. massive. He's well, a massive human being. Yeah. You you gotta you know you think about it. I mean, these people are pretty much done for the most part in the NFL before they're thirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's the average career length? It's three years. In the really? NFL. Yeah. Wow. I think that's about right. I think he's right. Okay. Let's see. Average career oh length? God. Yeah, three point three years with an average age of twenty six. So you 26. get in, you get in right out of college. You're done before you're thirty. Know, but you can't keep your life together for three years. I know. It's like how hard is it? Well, but here's the thing. You can't hold it together. But here's the thing. You're in the NFL. Say you do hold it together for three years, and you're doing everything, and you're making millions of dollars, and you're a star, and everyone thinks you're so amazing, and then all of a sudden you're retired. Yeah, now you're a 28-year-old kid with $50 million and nothing to do. Yeah. That's not going to end uh, well a lot of the time. That's the well, thing. Like, it's like, like I, I see it all the time. Right. Like, when I – that's why I decided to not become a professional dancer. I was like, it's the most impressive dancers I know. You get injured, and they didn't even end up having a real career because yeah, they right. were professional for a year, and then they busted their knee up, and mm. now they're working at an Urban Outfitters. It's like – yeah, that's why I decided not to become an astronaut. There, it is. Yeah, so there you go. Okay, no. Yeah, but I was but just you hit the wrong lever and your career's over. Yeah, and you even if you about... do have a good career, you're retired before you're 30. And it's like, Dancer, okay. Dancers don't make any money anyway. That yeah, unless you're but, yeah. like just constantly working and all it, of the time. But in the NFL, I, was, I mean, you can't, you cannot uh, be uh, running amongst. 400 pound uh, solid steel yeah. athletes running at 15 miles an hour into you all the time. It takes your toll. No. Yeah. It takes mm -hmm. your toll. Well, you know, I should point out quickly because <clears throat> you know, I've heard some of Philly's stories, you know, and, and at least today they're, they're being careful with the concussions and all that sort of stuff. 
back in the day, you know, <laughs> there, there are games that I don't remember because they put me back in after what was likely a concussion, and they just tell you, "Oh, you just had your bell rung," mm. and then and they put you back in. <laughs> they, he didn't. He didn't have those protections, and you know, and and he, thankfully he survived. But my God, you know. So uh, apart from the fact that you can ruin your life by becoming a financial disaster. And, you know, you're talking about just the physical toll, like Ralph was saying, uh, running into a 400-pound lineman who, who could hit you the wrong way, you know, it could kill you. Oh, think about that guy last year that got hit in the chest and had a heart attack right on the field. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. All right. That's going to do it. Ralph, thanks for spending your whole day with us. Oh, no, no, my pleasure. It was an honor. Thank really you. Nice <laughs> Timmy, hell of a good report. That's all I know. Well, uh, thank you very much. I'm glad you're seeing Griselda. Ralph, uh, you came in late on this. Griselda on Netflix. Uh, Sofia Vergara is a revelation, oh, cool. man. Unbelievable. Terrific. And so get that one and, and see, uh, as a double feature, see uh, Nyad. Okay. Also on Netflix. We'll get it done. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. -bye. Bye.